Hi, th hi, this is Apostle Dr. Baker J. Baker, and I want to welcome you to the Tell It Like It Really Is program. Tonight we're going to talk about the temperament, which means you. And I'm going to be kind of studious with my golf shirt on. I'm practicing so that I can beat my grandson. Not that I am, um, you know, uh, competitive, but I'm competitive. You know, he's a big, tall, uh, you know, golfer. And I started him in golf in the first place. And there he is. And he just, you know, he just, he's really good. But he thinks he can beat me because I haven't played in a long time. So I'm going to go out with both of my grandsons and I want to whip them. So I'm just, you know, getting psychologically psyched up for it. So anyway, <laughs> that may have been too much information for you. But, you know, I'm telling it like it really is. And that's one of the things that excites me is golf. And especially when I'm able to beat my grandsons. Um, OK, tonight we're going to talk about the temperament. In fact... That's a part of my temperament. That's a part of who it is. So tonight we're going to talk about what is temperament. You hear me talk about it a lot, even on the program that I was talking to Apostle Cal on uh, yesterday. And if you missed the Tell It Like It Is, the Kingdom Way, uh, you need to check it out. Uh, Apostle Cal, I mean, before then I had uh, Barry Cook, and now I have for eight weeks or so, um, uh, Apostle Cal Cook and uh, Barry Cook set up things and it was really great. He talked about women ministry and, um, you know, history behind that. So we're really talking about history. I'm not one that's really great with interviewing one person just for one time. Uh, I like series of things. Um, I'm constantly trying to uh, preach series, but they never work for me. But at any rate, interviewing people like that works. And in fact, on my program tomorrow, which is still called Still Telling It Like It Is, uh, I have Apostle Marshall McGee and Prophet Randy McGee. And we're talking about suicide. We're talking about the whys and whatever. But tomorrow we'll, we'll have some solutions for people, some uh, remedy, some things to help you, help your family, help those that are suffering with things like that. And uh, we're finding that a lot of people are not wanting to live with the quality of life that they're having, especially after they've had COVID. And so what's happening is that there's a lot of uh, side effects that are happening that people are uh, experiencing. I'm not going to go through them. Reason for it is, is that some temperaments, you start to go through things and they start to talk about, oh, I have that, I have that, I have that. And so what happens is they end up, um, you know, um, yielding to things that they didn't have in the first place. But then, you know, by the time they finish looking it up, this sounds like something that's happened. I was tired. I was this. I was that. So but at any rate, uh, watch those programs. I'm enjoying doing them with the people and prayerfully, they are uh, programs that are, are uh, helping people. Uh, I also, this is part, part of my commercial, I also want interaction. I want to see your questions. I want to see some of the things in your chat because you got these chat things up here. So there's no reason in having them if I'm not going to see your chat so that I can answer some of the questions. So uh, when we talk about temperament, one of the things that we talk about uh is that uh, people want to know what is temperament and do I have one? 
And uh, this is something that God created in you. Your temperament is uh, the thing that defines you. Temperament is, is um, inborn. It's not genetic. It's not like your eyes and your hair and whatever it is. It doesn't run in a family. Uh, it's part. Of, it's the part of man that determines how you react to people, how you act and react to people, places, and things. In other words, is how people interact with the environments. Uh, the world around. I'm going for my notes because I want to make sure that I'm 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 on track so that because you know I have a tendency to ramble. Um, uh, how they interact with their environment and the world around you, and um, what this does uh, temperament pinpoint our perception of ourselves and the people who love us. It also is a determining fa uh, factor in, in how we handle stresses and pressures of life. You know, some people can go through things in life and it seems not to bother them. And it really doesn't bother them to the degree that others. And then others uh, go through things and it's, it's uh, traumatic for them. You know, secular society, much of secular society says that we're born with a blank slate. Uh, um, and that's not true. If you were born with a blank slate, then everybody would act the same. All babies would act the same. And you know, I mean, I've had a number of them and one was cuddly, one was loud and noisy as soon as they came out. Uh, the other one, you didn't even hardly know that they were there. They slept all night. They did this, they did that. From the moment that they come out, they come out differently. So that means that they have been created. Uh, let's go. I'm going to Genesis 2 and verse 7. On, on um, one day, the eternal God scooped dirt out of the ground, sculpted it into the shape, uh, to a shape that we call human. Breathe the breath that gives life into the nostrils of human. And the human became a living soul. So what happened is this, is that God created and what he did at that time of he created us, he put a temperament on the inside of us, okay? Adam had a temperament. Adam did not have the weaknesses and strengths that we have now, but Adam had free will. And out of his free will, he created the part where now everyone that is born has weaknesses and strengths. Adam had the strengths, but he had free will to be able to choose as to obey or not obey. And we have that now, and especially us that are born again. When you're in the world system, before you are born from above, what happens is you work mainly in your weaknesses. Uh, some of the strengths, but your, 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 your strengths are even operating in the weaknesses because it's not a reborn, it's not a rejuvenated, it's not, a, it's not a part of you that is in total agreement with God. What happens is this, in Psalms 139, 13 through 16, for you were created, you, for you created my innermost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. 
So here is something Psalms 139 lets us know through divine inspiration the psalmist wrote this psalm and what is 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 this here's something that's very very interesting uh as it talked about all the days are ordained for me that were written in your book when god placed the temperament when he placed when he when he wove you together he wove you with the temperament spirit soul and body he wove this into you as to how you would act, what your weaknesses would be, what your strengths are, and the areas and things that were going to lead you to the purpose that he has for you so that you could fit into the pattern of the of, of the son and, and walk in that part of Jesus, walk in it, manifesting that part of Jesus that you were intended to manifest. So... That's the premise that we're coming from. And that's what we're talking about. Okay, number one is this. You have to realize this is the reason that there is a difficulty with those that don't believe this. You must believe that in order to operate in your temperament, that God created you. The temperament is inborn. Nothing you did to deserve it. Nothing your parents did to deserve it. There wasn't anything that anyone did to deserve it. The next part of it is, I'm just going to go through here. There's some, we build line upon line, perception upon perception. And as we do this, what are the things that happens is this. We must start with the right foundation. If we don't start with the right foundation, then everything else is going to be bent. So you cannot operate and understand the three parts of this being if you don't believe that you were created. You are important, you are valuable. You miss out on value, you miss out on importance, you miss out on the ability to rule yourself, you miss out on the abilities to do many things. And so then you fall to a society and say things like, uh, someone else needs to be in control of this person's life. They, it wants to take away free will. It wants to take away the ability to, to grow to make mistakes and to recover from those errors, from those mistakes, okay? So uh, you're uh, from the very beginning, you uh, are interact with your environment and your uh, man and environment are affected. And what happens this is it creates your character. And in your character is learned behavior. We're going to talk about the personality also in just a moment. Okay. Your character is one of the things that is so important. Character, uh, integrity, all of those things are mixed up with your environment. You will learn different things from your environment. If you're around a family that all they do is lie and all they do is cheat and all they do is steal and they go through all these different changes and stuff, it can affect your character. But depending on you're made, it can affect your character in a positive way or a negative way. And I remember something that happened to me when I was first born again. I uh, was around different, different men and women of God who had real bent character, okay? Uh, they did things that were, were not right. They uh, uh, financially and sexually and a whole lot of other things. But what happened was this. And then 
uh, they moved in, in hatred and bitterness and blame, and they moved in a lot of different things. But one of the things that God uh, revealed to me was this. I'm saying, why would you do this? He says, you're learning the things that you don't, that you will never do. Okay. Now, if I had have had another temperament, other than the temperament that I have in control and that I have in inclusion and that I have in affection, I could have been jacked up, but I don't believe that God would have put me in that situation if he had not placed what I needed on the inside to make sure that I could come out victorious, okay? Then the other part is self-selected, all right? And this is called personality. That's the mask that you put on. I'm not talking about the mask that we wear for COVID. I'm not talking about any of that, but that's the false face. That's the face that you put on. And you put on that face that to be able to uh, uh, traverse in your society. I'm going to read you this from the notes and from my book. And, and I mean, not I didn't write this book, but at any rate, from the teachings of all of this. Um, the first building, the first foundational block for understanding human behavior is that you are God created. If you want to understand human behavior, you can only understand human behavior from the one that created the human in the first place and knew from the beginning all the way to the end just how people would act and react, okay? This is called, and this is called our temperament. When we are conceived, our unique temperament is placed within us by, uh, by the order of God. He placed it in the second one, the second step, okay? Uh, you know, we're going up these steps. He's teaching us line upon line. If you have any questions, please, please, please interact with me. I like interaction. Okay. The second one is for understanding human behavior. And that is we are man environment affected. So others around us affect us. Okay. This is called our character. It will help to form our character. At birth, we begin interacting with our environment. You know how sometimes little kids are playing around and they're looking, I mean, little babies, they're looking and you wonder what in the heck is this child looking at? There's nothing up there but space, but they're interacting with their environment. Different ones, I mean, some just lay there like a log. They ain't thinking about nothing. And, uh, you know, they're just there. Others are creative from the very, very beginning, okay? Our environment interacts with us. The environment is everything that we see, we hear, we smell, and we learn. So you really don't know the smells that little babies, uh, when they're first born, that they're, they're smelling. Sometimes you see them playing or looking for stuff. I believe that sometimes what it is is an odor, and they're looking to see if they can catch it. You know, uh, They're looking at their environment. They're looking at the wall. They're looking at the ceiling. They're looking at these things, and who knows? They may see pictures in it that they're reaching for, all right? So understand, God did not make us with a blank slate. He made us with ingenuity, with abilities, with, with uh, perceptions from the very, very beginning. Okay, uh, the, the, uh, we see, we hear, we smell, we feel, we learn. These perceptions are 
are forever. They're forever locked into our brain. We're starting brain work. We're starting to build this block, these blocks or this as part of the brain. This is why when uh, I've had people in therapy, I've had clients in therapy, and they can remember things that happened to them. Some of them are traumatic. They can remember they have womb members. They have all of these things because these are some of the things that were placed in there. They were placed in you in your mother's womb. So when you were born, you were born with this. You were born with a temperament. You were not born without a temperament, okay? Um Everybody forming the, 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 the character. So temperament uh, plus environment equals character, okay? Uh, and um, uh, the personality, as I said, the personality is self-selected. We select our personality on the people, the things, and how it is that we want to matriculate through life in. Um, so that part is called uh, uh, personality. It's expressed in the way that we perceive on how to behave uh, to survive in the world and in the world that we live. Uh, this may or may not be a part of your temperament character. It may be a part of just your character. It depends. Remember I told you until you're born from above, you will operate. You will operate in the lowest part of your temperament. Even though you may do fabulous things, you may end up being a president. You may end up owning banks. You may end up doing all of these things, but the the agreement with God, it, your temperament is made for you to ultimately have his will to be your will and your will to be his will so that you come into that oneness. Um, temperament also uh, determines how much you love and, and uh, about the love and affection, okay? I'm uh, a very affectionate person at times. I'm a very affectionate person to certain groups of people, to certain things, to certain whatever. In a romantic situation, I have found that I'm not that, uh, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I just don't seem to be it, okay? Maybe that's too much information. But at any, at any rate, or maybe it's just because I haven't married the right person. I don't know. But as of this, as of this taping, okay, um, my affection, I have affection for the things that I do. I have affection for my children, my grandchildren, great-grandchildren. I affect, have affection, such affection for those in the body of Christ and, 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 and mankind, period. Why is that? It's because my temperament is one that can come in alignment. And when it came in alignment with God, it made it so that now his heart is my heart. And, and it doesn't matter whether I'm rejected or accepted. That love still goes out. Why is that? He made it so that I can be rejected and still not be bitter. I can be, uh, um, you know, uh, kick to the curb, as they call it, and still love a person and still do that. I have the ability to love unconditionally, but that was not so when I was in the world. So uh, when I came into him, now he's the one that created the temperament. He is the one that created me with this temperament. So therefore, what happened is we made a connection that we couldn't have made before. All right. So now I'm working in the strengths rather than the weaknesses of my feelings and my emotions and how people treated me and what they owe me and how they shouldn't have done this and how they shouldn't have done that. OK, I, I hope this is useful to you. Um, you know, if it is great and if it's not, 
I'll just keep going for uh, a short while, okay? Um, okay, uh, uh, as I said, temperament determines the love and affection that we need. Uh, you know, babies are born with needs. Very, uh, some of them, you know, love a lot of stroking and holding. That need is placed within them by God. The character of others is formed in an environment where parents hold them and they stroke them and they do this. And for all of their lives, they need that and they want that, okay? Because the temperament part that they had. But then when they're rejected, they will... Many times, what a lot of times what happens is that when they're rejected, they won't go for that anymore until the, until something or someone comes along and pulls that part of their temperament out. So your need for things such as that can be um, uh, your need for such a thing as that can be uh, um, uh, heightened heightened by by parents. Okay, we have a question. How can I or someone who is watching the broadcast discovered the difference between my mask personality and my temperament and then um, live in my uh, in, in the temperament. OK, as we go through this, you're going to see some of these things. There is testing that's available. I do testing. And but as we go forth in this, one of the things of it is, is this to have a true test, you have to be honest. And this is one of the things that I let people know. So you're going to hear parts of who it is that you are, because as we go through this, I'm going to talk about, I'm really going to talk about relationships with one another. I'm going to talk about evangelism and, and temperament. I'm going to talk about the, the, the tabernacle and temperament uh, uh, and, and who it is that we are and the understanding and that ability. So uh, number one, you can find out by, uh, I can test and I, I'm not going to tell you the price of that on, on, online here, but at any rate, there is testing that's available and, um, you know, think, uh, uh, anyway, there is that and, and we do that. And, um, uh, the mask, you're going to be able to see, you're going to be able, we're going to talk as we talk about the mask and that's the personality, the mask personality. How do you conform to those things that, you know, here's an interesting thing about that. Many times what happens is people will not conform uh, to, I mean, people will conform outside of the house. They will present one mask, one thing in order to get along with people or in order to do business. But then with those that they love, those that are, are close to them, family members, mother, father, sister, wife, husband, whatever it is, totally different person, totally different being. Why is that? Because they have expended all of their energy creating a personality, a false picture, a false mask because of what it is that they want to accomplish. If you don't have the energy in order to, to interact properly, to interact, and if you don't have the energy to do things with those that are close around you or you're so important that you don't have time for them, then you understand this. You are living with a mask. You are not living with the true who you are. You're not being true to yourself. You're not being authentic. And uh, what's happening is this, then you are, 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 are with a mixture. And, um, you know, this is one of the reasons that I say what in, with me, what you see is what you get. Um, you know, in, in relationships of past, it was, uh, you know, it was a, a, a thing of, of 
Uh, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to relationships. But I hope that answered it. You let me know if it did or not. Okay. Um, when 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 um, the learned behavior of how to get what you want to get from people that are 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 outside or around you, uh, if at any point a child's life. Uh, um, uh, when they attempt to to stroke or hold someone and they're pushed back, many times what happens is that they will go into a a uh, a part where they're not going to give any of that anymore. They're going to refrain from ex uh, re uh, uh, from expressing love. They're going to ex uh, you know refrain from that because and then they will go with sometimes needs unmet, and so. They go to that personality. They go to that self-selected personality. Okay, this is what's going to get me accepted. Not touching, not wanting the affection, not wanting any of those things. And you can probably see it in your life or the lives of other people that you've known in the past. I know in my life, there was a definite mask until I came into, into, into God, you know, it was like one thing here and another thing here. It was because that's what was conducive to me being able to get what I wanted, when I wanted it, and how I wanted it, okay? But it was still one of those things that it was miserable because also as we go through talking about temperament traits, what we're going to talk about is this, is how we use these things and how uh, we we use our, our morals and all of these different types of, of 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 actions and what it is that we won't do in order to get the things that we think that we want or need. Okay, there's a uh, one. There's a lot of major. There's a lot of problems, but there's a major problem. Personality. It's a mask we wear for the world. All right. As with any other mask, it can be worn only, as I was saying, only for a certain length of time. Even the mask that we have to wear when we get on the airplane or we go to someplace. I mean, people will go to the bathroom just to be able to take the mask off for a moment and breathe. All right. It's the same thing with the personality mask. You can only mask it for so long and then it starts to leak. All right. Uh, eventually, the person must revert back to the temperate character for actions and reactions of behavior. And if they're working within their, their weaknesses, you're going to see them get angry and just come at you. You know, you see it with politicians. You see it with preachers. You see it with all kinds of people on there. Here it is. They got the sweet mask. They got the sweet thing going on. And then somebody says something and it's like the devil came out. Yarr! You know, I mean, they just they let you know where to go and what to do. OK, uh, this is why uh, a person acts differently at home. But uh, the temperament, when you're walking and living in your temperament, this is another answer to the question that was uh, uh, presented. When you're living in your temperament, when you're living and you're comfortable in this and you know who it is that you are, that you were created by God to do and to be, to be, to be and to do, then what happens is this. You can live this way, period. See, so uh, uh, we talk about, I love this, I love this person, I love, I love, I love. But 
what happens in our true temperament is what happens is number one self-love is not there so you can't give out the other and in temperament we're going to talk about this as we get into uh, I really am going to work on doing a series in this. I really, really am. Help me y'all by asking questions or interacting or doing things like that because it will help me. I mean, I know my temperament because if I feel like, yeah, ain't nobody getting nothing from this. Okay, number next. You know, I'll go on with something else, okay? Uh, <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> uh, okay, uh, this explains why that. In order to understand others, we have to gain insight into the God-created part of their behavior, of our behavior and of their behavior. Um, okay, how do we live only from the true temperament? We're coming to that. We're getting into that. And you see, you can't pray it in. You can't andalabahakantala it in. You can't hope it in. What it is is this, is a submission. And we're, we're, we're going to, we're going to get to that. Okay. Uh, in order to understand others, we have to gain insight into the God created part of them. I was doing, um, a premarital counseling with some, with a, a couple. And in fact, I'll be doing their wedding soon. Um, the end of this year or something like that. But one of the things that happened was this, when we first got into it, I think, what he was a sanguine he is a sanguine and 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 whatever and she's more phlegmatic melancholy and different kinds of things this is uh inclusion that's the social orientation and the intellect which we will get to and what happened is they just kept hitting things like that because both of them want to control anyway but as we started to do the work and um you know i i strain everything through the word of god and i hear from i hear from God. I, I use his mind. I have his mind on for these people. I don't have a mind on for anybody else, but when they're before me, that's them and them only. And so what happened is I gave them tools to be able to understand each other. And then they were having a, a disagreement or a fight. Uh, and I was so happy. I told them, this is fabulous. I am so glad you're in the midst of this battle. I am so glad that you're in the midst of either understanding each other or or hanging it for, you know, just getting rid of it, just saying it's over. And so in that they they had um they they had uh, a reason to actually listen and do. And I gave them assignments and I confronted some things with the both of them. I confronted some things, brought some scenarios that were uh, uh, uniquely designed for the sanguine, uniquely designed for the melancholy and the phlegmatic, were uniquely designed and took their real issues and brought those issues in and used this and this. And all of a sudden, ding, and then I gave them a homework assignment. And they couldn't talk to each other about the assignment. They couldn't do any of those things. But what they had to do is to uh, talk to me only and talk to me only. And then I had to confront some issues with both of them. And all of a sudden, when they were able to start to talk together about the account, about their therapy, then what happened is that they had really let the spirit of God come in, not in a religious sense, because they're they're not spirit filled. They're they're yeah, they will be. 
there they uh, you know but even with that understanding even with being church of christ or whatever it is i don't really know what it is that they are uh but at any rate um even with that they were able to see who they truly were and then they were able to see who the other one truly is and then they were able to honor and respect that other one and and realize that my job, I can help to meet that need for that one. But this is as far as I can go with that need that I can meet for you and vice versa. And so what happened is this, then God was able to meet the, the other part of the need, the part of the need that this physical body couldn't meet. And what happened is this, everything started to turn around everything started to turn around so that then they, then they could go to the next phase of their premarital counseling, which was with someone else. And uh, then now they'll be coming back to me. But what I'm saying is without the understanding of the temperament, without the understanding of how they were born and they will not be able to change for you. See, one false thing is people think, well, when we get married, I'll help change him. I'll help to change her. Bullpucky, it's not gonna happen. You're not going to change their temperament. All that you're going to do is get somebody to hate you at a later time, and then you're going to be miserable, have terrible sex, have terrible life, have no sex, have no life, have no any of it, because you didn't know who you were, and then you really didn't care enough about the other person to know who they were. They are. Same thing happens with mothers and daughters and fathers and sons and fathers and daughters and sons and mothers and and siblings and all of these things. When you know who people are, I deal with, uh, I, have, I have a number of kids, but my, my, um, my biologicals, when I deal with them, I deal with them totally different. They are so different. I mean, they are just so different. You can't even say night and day because it's even more different than that. But I realized something. I realized what this temperament is and how this one acts and reacts. I realized that when this one is nasty. I mean, just nasty. You say, Dr. Baker, you got nasty killed. Oh, yeah, they can be nasty. Ah, rude, nasty. They can be all that. But what they're being is to themselves. So they, you know, I leave them alone and they leave me. Alone. I know when they've left me alone that they're in their nasty place. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a part of that. Okay. But then I am able to confront in a way that's accepting to them because I understand their temperament. You can get into, uh, uh, you can have peace with a lot of different people if you know who they really are and who they really are is who God created them to, to know, uh, to be. The understanding, of, uh, uh, understanding of, of temperament gives us special knowledge of the inner workings of ourselves and others. To that own self be true. Be true with yourself. Be honest with yourself and honest with God. And that's another part. Some of the temperaments, some of the sanguines, and, and uh, um, uh, uh, the sanguines are about the worst of that. They really don't want to be honest with themselves. They want to pretend to know things. They want to pretend to be. And because they have not accepted who God really made them to be, then they, they, they walk around with this false mask most of the time. 
but it's possible not to. I just told you a story about one that is a sanguine and how it is that God was able to work with them uh, uh, through through this. But they had to accept the fact that no matter who it is that I am, no matter what it is that are my strengths and my weaknesses, um, if it says that I have a tendency for this, I know that I may not have walked in it yet, but I guarantee you I'm going to know about that and know how to counteract that because that's something I don't like. So uh, th this is this is a very important part of that. Uh, me as a, well, at any rate, I'm not going to tell you about me. But my temperament can be, oh, my Lord, Jesus, you know, somebody that I don't wouldn't even like. OK. And in fact, for a long time, I didn't until I uh, came into Christ. And then I realized who it is that I am and how it is that he could work with me. And now I really like myself. You know, that's probably why I spend so much time by myself because I like me. I entertain myself, you know, not no little animals or anything. I entertain me. OK. Um. The understanding of temperament gives us special knowledge of the inner workings of ourselves and others. It helps to identify the pressures that we as human beings feel and that are resulting from the world around us, our weakness or our desires. It helps me to understand. It helps me to understand uh, about overeating. It helps me to understand why I was such a, a, a whorish person in the world. It helps me to understand why I was so hooked on drugs and all the things that I was hooked on. It, why, why I was into pornography, why I was, uh, 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 you know, did all of these things to excess. All right. But understanding that, understanding the whys of that also helps me to stay even now. I don't drink. I don't. I don't want to do any of those things anymore. But the uh, the thing of it is, is this: there are always other things that you can get into, like food, for instance. You know, I mean, the church world really has a problem with food because they feel they can't do anything else, <laughs> so they can eat. But it lets me know. Uh, I you will never hear me say, "Oh no, I can't have that. I don't. I can't eat any of this. I'll never be able to eat that again." Never, ever, ever, uh, because I understand me and I understand I'm, I'm, I'm understanding, I am understanding how to put the knife to my throat so that I don't do thus and so and thus and so, okay? Understanding yourself and your temperament, you can definitely, I mean definitely get to that point in any aspect of your life. Uh, the understanding of temperament also helps you to uh, build stronger relationships with God, a real relationship, not God told me this, God told me this, God told me this. Oh my God, I just prayed, 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 prayed. I'm not talking about that. See, that does not qualify, that does not, that doesn't show your spirituality. That doesn't show anything except what it is that you're talking about, but the interaction with God, walking with him in the cool of the day, whether it's morning, noon, night, whatever it is, hearing him, hearing and seeing him, having this having this intimacy with him, not where he has to tell you all of these things, but just being nudged by him and things of that nature. And I'm going to show each temperament how you can have that deeper relationship, how you can actually be seated in those places in him and him and you, 
him and you on earth and you and him in in, in the heavens and so how uh each temperament how how they uh, some of the things some of the tools that they that they use and how it is that they're able to express and how they allow him to express himself through the power of holy spirit in you here in the earth um it, uh, this will be beneficial to the kingdom of God. It will also be beneficial to us, to you, for you to be able to fit into the, the, the body the way that you are supposed to so that you can walk as the kings and priests, not queens, kings and priests in the earth, okay? Uh, these are parts of man that are, 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 are closely uh, uh, related to uh, related and, and they can't be separated. They are not separated. Okay. You are whole spirit, soul, and body. All three of these parts are him and about him. Okay. Uh, each is a determining factor in, in your behavior and their physical, spiritual, and emotional areas of our lives, our mind, our spirit, I mean, our soul and our body, of uh, uh, um, your temperament and you're not acting, you're not living in your temperament can cause you physical Ill illnesses. It can cause you mental and emotional illnesses. It can cause you weakness in your body. It can cause depression, oppression. It can cause suicidal thoughts. It can cause any of those things. This is one of the reasons why I guess with the other programs that I'm doing, I really wanted to do this, to get into the understanding of this, okay? Uh, it can affect uh, physical illness. You already know it can affect our behavior. Uh, it can cause us to have spiritual darkness and uh, this emotional type things like eating and sleeping and drinking habits and susceptibility to alcoholism, drug addiction and sexual abuse and uh, 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 you know, all of these different types of things. Uh, these things are determined by temperament. It's really an interesting thing, working in the weaknesses. And you see it in, you see it in people that have fallen in the body of Christ, that have been uh, some real large ministries, some medium-sized, some very small it doesn't matter, all different nationalities, all different colors of people, uh, male, female, the whole thing, all of them. There is no barrier. There is temperament. But if you, because if you don't know yourself, you can't be true to yourself, to not own self be true. So first thing you have to do is to know your own self. Here's one of the biggest problems that I've had. I'm watching my time. Here's one of the biggest problems that I've had with dealing with people in temperament is this, is that people lie. They actually think that they, uh, some of the answers, some of the answers to the few questions that there are, that some of them are better than others. Some of them make them look more Christian uh, than others. And um, if you're not willing to be, you know, gut-wrenching honest, when I've <laughs> when I first looked at my temperament, this was in the 80s when I started this, when I started doing this. I mean, I looked and I'm thinking, oh my gosh. And then when, when they were going through it, when it was going through it, 
and they were talking about how this person could be, and you have a tendency for this, and you have a tendency for that. And I'm thinking, do I have a tendency for anything good? I mean, where is the tendency for all of this? And so as I'm going through it, and I'm saying, you know, and and the, and um, the person that was going through it, it was actually one of the the uh, I I started when when the um, uh, the school was very small and, and, and all of that. And when um, it was actually one of the teachers, uh, one of the, the creators of it, I was talking to. And as he was going through it, you know, he knew the temperament. So he was gut rich. And I mean, he just hit it. He just hit it. There was no, there was no, and because he had a lot of the same temperament traits that I do. So he just hit it. But one of the things of it was is this. It was kind of funny to me at the time. I'm thinking, whoa, now I see what I have done and, and the people when I was in the world, how I hurt so many people. Why I see that I didn't blame everybody else for my problems. Why I see that I didn't blame other people for the mistakes that I had made. It was because of my temperament, not because I didn't want to. Not because I didn't want to why I had lied, why I had gotten into that, why I had done that. My temperament helped me to understand it. It helped me to understand me. It also helped me to see what it would take in order, my relationship with God and what it would take in order for me to change. That realm of submission, that realm of obedience, that realm of all of these things. And, you know, um, uh, temperament is a determining factor in finding the career or the career finding you that's most suitable and comfortable for you to be in. Finding the hobbies uh, that will bring the most satisfaction and enjoyment. You know, this is one of my hobbies and my enjoyment. I get I get fun out of this. You know, um, I get to laugh on the court. I, I mean, on the on on the course. I get to do the things that I want to do. I get to exercise. I get to be with people. I I, uh, I get to hit a little ball, a little orange ball. And no matter where it is that it goes, I get to go follow that ball. I get to do that. And, um, you know, so that that's one of the good things for me. And I found out the other things that I'm interested in, which I'm not going to bore you with them, uh, how to how to make decisions and take on responsibility, how to be responsible for myself and to be responsible for other people or not be responsible for other people, how um how dependent or independent I am or you are. So, okay, uh, our spiritual development, some spiritual development, sometimes people want to be things because they think it's a, the way to be, but there's no way that they would ever be able to walk in that or live in that because of how it is that God made them. And uh, it, it doesn't matter how much you want to be that, you don't have the temperament, God, that part of God, the temperament is really a part of God in you and how it is. And he created you for a certain place or a certain part in his body, in, in, in the temple. He created you to release a certain part of you, of Jesus in the earth. And this happens through our temperament. Ha, um, uh, happiness in marriage is greatly, greatly, greatly dependent on how well each, each spouse, uh, the husband understands the wife and the wife understands the husband's temperament and how willing they are to uh, meet particular 
uh, temperament needs. Not every need should be met by your mate. Lazy thing. Not every need should be let, uh, met by your parent. Lazy thing. Not everything that everyone should be met by your child. I mean, by your, your parent or your child. Wisdom, wisdom, wisdom for it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're so welcome, daughter. Because not every need. I mean, you know, you want somebody to do all the work, all the heavy lifting to you. You out of your rabbit behind mine. That is not going to happen. That is not God's intent for you. I, I have a few more minutes. Okay. Uh, most of the researchers and writers, uh, they, they have limited the view to, uh, of our temperament to saying you are one. You know, you go and take that thing online. They say you're a, you're, uh, uh, a personality. So that's a personality. It's not a temperament. Many of them say, okay, this person is total caloric. This person is, um, total melancholy. This person is this. This person is this. Well, they forgot that you're a threefold being. God says, let us make him in our image and after our likeness. Let us do this, okay? Let us make them in our image and after our likeness, all right? Now, does the Father act like the Son? No. Does the Son act like the Spirit? No. They are three, does the Spirit act like the Son? No. They all work, they're all one, but they all have distinctions. I know the difference when I hear the Holy Spirit speak to me. I know the difference when I hear Jesus speak to me. And I know the difference when the Father speaks to me, when the King speaks to me. I know the difference, okay? But that takes work. That takes relationship. That takes honesty. That does not take me praying. It does not take me doing that for 20 hours or all night long or staying up all night long. He says, you stay up all night long for what? Nothing. What changes? Nothing changes in you because you have not submitted. This is the difference, okay, <clears throat> um, uh, have, that you have one temperament. And they'll say this is a melancholy or this is a caloric. And um, what's going to have to, uh, you have to understand, that is so seldom, that is seldomly true, that a person is, is one in inclusion, affection, and uh, um and uh, 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 control that one that 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 that's what what it is. For example, uh, an individual may be a melancholy in the so in inclusion in the social orientation, a sanguine in decision making, which is control, and a phlegmatic in deeper relationships in the area of of, uh, of affection because it's not being that same thing and that same person all the time. Are there any more questions? I have time for a few more questions. I've been, yeah, I'm, I'm just a little bit over time, but at any rate, I, I can do that. Are there any other questions? Because uh, the next time I'll probably give you the the theory uh, of of this of temperament and how people looked at it and how it has um, how it has uh, changed and how, I mean how how people see it. And people have always understood that there was a, a, a temperament. The Bible says this in Proverbs 20, 27. It says the spirit of man is the candle 
or the light or the intelligence or the, the illumination of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly, searching all the inward parts of who it is. You're welcome, uh, Caroline, uh, searching all the inner parts of who it is that we are. But if we don't learn to be honest, to be true to yourself so that you can be true to God. See, because people lie to God, too. They lie on him. They lie to him. They lie about him. They do all of those things. But the, the thing is, is that there are uh, in the in, in, uh when this thing, when it's first started, it's it's um, the the uh, uh, the the first the uh um when man first looked started looking at the temperament they thought it was one thing they thought it was all one but when you look at your life you see your life how do you interact and your social your social and your and your intellect my lord i have people around me that are so i mean they are I mean, they're they're not just poetic, but they write. They they have uh, 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 imagination. They're they're just they're they're artistic. They have all of these different things, all of these different traits, and they do it with ease. They don't tire out. Oh, I can't can't talk to you now. Can't do this. Can't do that. I mean, as if it's a striving type thing. Okay, others that can. Uh, do other type of artistic things. Some can plan and have it so that they can take care of your numbers and they can take care of these things. There's others that is just the life of the party. My Lord, they give up, they, they, they decorate, they give a party that, uh, uh, or entertain that is just the greatest. Others are able to to, uh, you're going to find out as we're studying about the tabernacle and all, you're going to find out who is more likely the teacher, who is more likely the apostle, who is more likely the prophet, who is more likely the evangelist, and uh, uh, which one did I leave? The pastor. You're, you're going to find out all of these different things and why God put those in you because he knew that you would be your best, your very best in that and so this is what he wants to bring out of you for others all of it is is this how can we serve god self and 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 mankind he says do unto others as you would have them do unto you first i'm going to do unto god and when i do unto god that's on the inside of me being honest with the God that's on the inside of me. And then I'm going to be honest with myself. Then I can go forth and do for others, whether it's my husband, whether it's my children, whether it's my friends, whether it's the non-friends, whether it's my enemies, whether it's just people that I know, whoever it is. See, and I don't have to blame anyone for my life. Here is what we hope to do. I don't care how many tragedies you have had in your life. I want to be able to help you to get through them and over them. Some of you may never come into therapy, may never go to a therapist, may never come into therapy with me, uh, either financially or you just don't want to do it or whatever the reason. But that does not stop me from being able to assist you to know who you are, 
why you're doing the things that you're 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 doing where you're dishonest with yourself where you are honest with yourself and and the thing of it is is this the the um the, the 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 best way to live this life and to when you finish you're saying he will say god uh, uh, uh well I and mean, he'll god will say well done you served me well because you were true to who it is that i made you to be it's not going to be well done good and faithful servant because you did all this crap it's not going to be well done, good and faithful servant, because you 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 made a, a, a big building or you did all these things or you taught all these fancy things or you wrote 25,000 books. It's not going to be for that. You lived an authentic life. You accomplished what I put in you to accomplish. You followed my pattern. We've been talking about the pattern. In the kingdom of God, there's a pattern. There's, we, we're, we're talking in, in our services, and as I said, I have Apostle Cal on. We're going through the, the tabernacle. The tabernacle is you. The tabernacle is Jesus. When you're going through this, how, how did you live? Did you follow the pattern that I had written upon your heart? Did you follow that pattern? If you didn't follow that pattern, how is he going to say, good, uh, well done, my good and faithful servant? Oh, no, I wanted to do this because I thought that that was cool. I thought that office was cool. I thought that position was cool. I thought that one was greater. And everybody was doing this. And they said, this is what it is that I should do. And I heard it in the middle of the night when you told me. God says, I didn't tell you that mess. I didn't make you for that. That is not who I made you. I did not make you to go through that. As, as, as the temperament God made me, I can probably handle more crap than most people will ever be able to handle. Why is that? Because of what he put down on the inside of me, because of the temperament traits that he gave me, and because of how I've submitted them to him. Do I want to go through more hell? Hell no. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, that's not cussing, please. Okay, no, I don't. But whatever it is, I realize I know who I am. And because I understand my temperament, because I understand my strengths, because I understand my weaknesses, I like me. And I must like me to be able to say, God, you made me this way. So I know that you got a plan and help me to get to this, the strengths in this area of my life. And I'm not ashamed of it. You see, this is big. This is some of the biggest problems. People walk around ashamed, and it's because they don't know who they are. They don't know why they're really here. They are going trying to find themselves, and you can find yourself in the pattern of the tabernacle. You can find yourself in the pattern and in the temperament. You're going to see just how close these things are. You're going to see that you need to understand this to be able to submit to the workings of the tabernacle. This may be the reason that I believe that God put this on my heart to be able to go back and restudy just as I'm getting, as I'm interviewing Apostle Cal, getting him to start at the beginning. And, and, and someone with all of that in him is hard to get him to come back to the beginning, just like it is for me. I have been doing this for a lot of years. And so, uh, um, 
How, how do we live only from our temperament? Is that the same as being Christ-like? Yes, it's being Christ-like, but then you got to be able to see Christ. You got to see the part of Christ that you are to be like. Every part of Christ, you're not going to be like. There's there are certain parts of Christ that you, that's a very good question, that you are going to be like. And as we go through this, I am going to go through this line upon line, precept upon precept. It will probably be, I'm looking at my notes right now. It will probably be um, 15, at least 15 sessions on this, maybe more, maybe, maybe, maybe a little less or maybe 10, 12. But I am going to go through this systematically. And, um, uh, you know, actually, this is better than uh, uh, th those people that are in, in therapy with me and those people that, uh, um, you know, are in our congregation and stuff. This is going to help you to get to another place to be able to understand why this one is like this and why this one is like this. But you're going to have to get your nose out of your own behind. You're going to have to be able to. Oh, you are so welcome. Thank you for being on. Thank you for listening. You're gonna, you're, what you're gonna have to do is to realize that you are valuable, that you have worth in you, that no matter what temperament, no matter what it is, that you have been designed for a certain purpose, that you have been designed for a unique purpose. Reading Psalms 139 again. I want to read this to you. I want to read it out, out of the, um, uh, this, the, uh, uh, what Bible? Anyway, hold on. <clears throat> Praise God. Ah! And this is what I do for my, this is, this is, this is what I do in my private time. No, no, this is, this is what I do in my profession. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, I used to be upset because God wouldn't let me go and get a, um, a degree in in um I don't have a degree in in um uh in in Bible uh even though I went to Bible college I didn't get a degree in Bible uh but he, because that wasn't for that wasn't for me I so I don't have a theological degree but um all my degrees are in this field and in psychology and in this field and so the things that I've studied that were of the world, and then I strained those through and found out that it was better to understand this than that. But with it, I'm able to interact. I'm able to answer questions. I'm able to tell you what secular believes and how it started and then what came out of, out of this. And so, okay, it says, um, verse 13, it says, for you shape me inside and out. You knitted me together in my mother's womb long before I took my first breath. Uh, so here it is in the King James, it says, um, oh, um, I, will, uh, I will offer you a grateful heart for I am your unique creation filled with wonder and awe. You have approached even the smallest details with excellence. Your works are wonderful. I carry this knowledge deep within my soul. You see all things. Nothing about me was hidden from you. As I took shape in secret, 
carefully crafted in the heart of the earth before I was born from the womb. You see all things. You saw me growing, changing in my mother's womb. Every detail of my life was already written in your book. You established the length of my life before I tasted the sweetness of it. Your thoughts and plans are treasures to me. Oh God, I cherish each and every one of them. How grand in scope, how many in number. If I could count each one of them, they would be more than all the grains of the sand on earth. The numbers are inconceivable. Even when I wake up, I am still in you, near you. So what I'm saying is that, and, and Psalms 139 is letting you know that he created you. He put his temperament, he put his him in you. And he put it in you so that in the book that you're, now listen to this, i end with this. In the book that was written, that is written about you, it matches with your temperament. Inclusion, control, and affection. It matches. Everything that he intended for you matches. It matches. It matches with the book. There are no discrepancies. You were not given the temperament that you were given. It was not woven in your every being by mistake. What, Dr. Baker, why don't you tell us your temperament? Because I'm not, not yet. At the very end, I might. As I'm going through this, you'll be able to see it. <laughs> you'll be able to see it. Why is that? <laughs> because I match my book. And where I don't match my book, I'm, 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 I'm doing that. You know, it's like, um, I'm going to tell you this and then I, oh my gosh, I went five minutes over. I don't normally even stay on here an hour, but at any rate, I just want you to know that you have been uniquely designed for this time. You're not in the earth in the wrong time. You're in the earth at the right time. You have all the right equipment on the inside of you to bring forth. You don't have to go out hunting. You don't have to hunt for a man. You don't have to hunt for, uh, uh, um, uh, you don't have to talk, hunt for anything, a woman. You don't have to hunt for it. God says this. He says, seek first the kingdom of God and his way of doing and everything that you need will be added to you. And I am doing what he has uniquely designed me to do. This is Dr. Baker, Apostle Dr. Baker J. Baker. If you would like to give into this ministry, the email address or the um, uh, it's mtem.org, or you can send it by mail, which is PO Box 4400, Cash App, which is uh, anyway all that information there, PayPal or uh, Zelle. Um, we have all these different ways for you to give. And so that we can help other people, it allows me to be able to do and give people therapy, counseling, and different things without charging them because my fee is what it is and I don't reduce it. Um, but I do help people without any cost at all. It also helps us to pay for, uh, we we're on three different stations and stuff. It also helps us to do that. It also helps us to do the things that we do in helping others. So if you would like to sew into something that you think is worthwhile, then do so.
I gave you the information. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I will be back next week with more temperament talk from the tell it like it really is. See, if I didn't tell it like it really was, I'd be lying to you. Thank you. Okay, tuning in next week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.